Are you out there doing your best to get on with life? Because, as you already know, it's what you make of your life that really counts. And sometimes having a few shortcuts to help you on your way can be very useful. The NLP Matters podcast might just be the toolbox you need to focus your attention, your effort, your drive onto what really does make the difference. Built on the foundation of neuro-linguistic programming, the NLP Matters podcast offers proven recipes you can use to create and sustain your life your way. G'day and welcome to the NLP Matters podcast. I'm your host, Joe Clark, and in this episode, we're continuing our series on NLP presuppositions the compass that guides us as we use and apply powerful NLP techniques. Last week, we profiled two of these presuppositions, both of which emphasize the power of behavioral flexibility. These precepts were the law of requisite variety and that the meaning of communication is the response it gets. Today, we'll delve deep into the final three NLP precepts that all procedures should increase wholeness, that all procedures should be designed to increase choice, and that behaviour and change should be evaluated in terms of context and ecology. In NLP, we recognise that when we focus on our potential, then we can identify new possibilities and new opportunities. The NLP precepts we're looking at today that all procedures should increase choice and increase wholeness, mean when we utilise NLP, we're focused on developing our human potential, and in other words, our growth. And as we know from earlier episodes where we explored our six core needs, one of the core needs we all share is the need for growth. Yet, despite this, we often spend way too much time and effort focusing on our faults or on our perceived weaknesses and criticising and beating ourselves up for feeling negative emotions. Rather than pursuing criticism and harsh self-judgment, NLP takes a holistic perspective of the person. In contrast to popular positive thinking models where we're encouraged to exclusively focus on positive thoughts and emotions, NLP emphasizes that we all have characteristics, behaviors, and feelings that are both positive and negative. Judging them as good or bad doesn't really add any value. In fact, if we're going to increase choice and wholeness, it's important that we experience a full assortment of emotions, behaviors, and thoughts. In NLP, our focus shifts onto the question, how is this working for me? Unlike many other modalities, NLP doesn't see people as being broken or fundamentally dysfunctional and in need of fixing. Much like other NLP precepts, such as people are doing the best they can with the resources they've got and we all have everything within us we need to make the changes we want in our life, the precepts we're looking at in this episode continue the theme that there isn't any part of us we have to get rid of or fix. Rather, all procedures should increase our choice and our wholeness. And yes, with NLP we might choose to change some behaviours, 
But the greatest gift we can give ourselves is to accept and truly appreciate ourselves exactly as we are. Warts and all is what I like to say. Because it is from this foundation that we continue to build who we choose to become. And when we look at the final NLP precept, that of understanding our behaviour in terms of context, like the particular situation it occurs in, and ecology, how is this behaviour working for me, we see that it gives us the freedom to accept ourselves and maybe, if necessary, even forgive ourselves and others rather than taking up a position of judgment and criticism. Ultimately, this acceptance frame means we can choose to continue as we are or we can choose to change based on this newfound wisdom. Okay, so let's get into the first NLP presupposition we'll cover today, which is that all procedures should increase wholeness. When I talk about procedures, I'm simply referring to the strategies we use with people or with ourselves to create change. Sometimes as a coach, a client will come to me and they may want to get rid of something. They may want to get rid of a memory or a behavior or a feeling. Sometimes they may even want to get rid of a part of themselves that they don't like. Lots of people who, for instance, suffer from anxiety or a phobia, may want to get rid of that feeling altogether. Or they may want to get rid of fear. Others want to get rid of guilt, while still others want to get rid of anger. However, when we use NLP, our job is to ensure we're working to increase wholeness. This is equally important whether we're working on ourselves or others. When we increase wholeness, it means that we can choose for ourselves from any of the rainbow of experiences and emotions that are available to us because we need to have access to all our emotions. It's important to acknowledge that all these emotions are part of the tapestry of being human. Sometimes it's totally appropriate to get angry, frustrated, sad, anxious or afraid. Sometimes these emotions are actually protecting us and serving us well. Evolution has equipped us with these emotions for a reason. At certain times, we rely on them to get us through a situation. Back in our prehistoric days, and even today when you think about it, if we come face to face with a lion or a crocodile or a deadly snake, it's a really good idea to feel fear. (laughs) It motivates us to act in a way that increases our chance of surviving. Similarly with anger, if I discover that someone has misled or even deceived me, It can be totally appropriate to get angry. Like fear, anger motivates us to take action. Our primal flight or fight response is our unconscious response to these sort of situations. And with the response, we'll most likely feel either anger or fear. And sometimes we might even feel both. Now, obviously, if someone gets stuck in a state of anxiety or stuck in a state of depression, then they may not feel as though they have any choice about that. Our role at these times is to work in a way that increases wholeness. We want to come to the point where we can recognize that there are other states accessible. And maybe all we need to do is learn new ways to help in accessing these alternate states so that we can become unstuck. So when we're choosing how to use NLP, we focus in on the precept. Will this technique or process increase wholeness? 
This means that rather than taking something away, we've increased wholeness by creating new strategies or beliefs or behaviours that mean we can now access a bigger range of emotional responses or a bigger range of behaviours and choices. Which is of course the very next NLP precept that we're going to look at today. It says all procedures should be designed to increase choice. It's so important when we're using NLP in our life that we're very much aware of how we're creating new options and possibilities. Too often people will come looking for some assistance because they believe they have no choice. Their destiny is determined for them. Like a client I was working with who believed that because in his family everyone had type 2 diabetes and it was in his genetic constitution So that absolutely meant type 2 diabetes was a predetermined outcome for him. And because he held that belief, he couldn't see any point in trying to achieve any health or fitness goals. His view was, it won't make any difference anyway, because it's in my genetics. However, once we were able to work on that limiting belief and recognize that whilst genetics does create potential, it's not necessarily a prescription that there was in fact potential for him to influence his health and well-being, he began to see that the effort invested in developing and pursuing goals was worthwhile in terms of achieving health and well-being outcomes. And this realisation motivated him to go on to set some exercise outcomes because he saw that he could be at cause for his own health and well-being rather than seeing it as a predetermined, biologically determined outcome that he had no choice over. By increasing choice, we create new possibilities. And when we step back and recognize that there are a variety of options available to us, then we can make a choice that aligns better with our ultimate goals and the lifestyle we want to have. And now the final NLP precept that behaviour and change should be evaluated in terms of context and ecology. And this means when we look at a behaviour, or even when we're looking at change that we want to make, it's important our perspective of the behaviour or of changes we want to make is always evaluated in terms of the context in which the behaviour occurs or in terms of the context in which the change is going to occur. So we're bringing in what is referred to as an ecology frame. What that means is, for example, someone might have a particular behaviour, like maybe going to the football and yelling. In the context of being a footy supporter, this behaviour may be totally acceptable. But if they take the same behaviour and put it into a different context, like if you were a teacher at a school and you were yelling at students in the classroom, in this different context, obviously that same behaviour doesn't have the same meaning, and consequently, it needs to be evaluated in a different way. Sometimes, by putting this ecology frame around behaviour, people can gain a greater insight into what has generated a particular behaviour, and it may even mean that rather than judging themselves harshly for it, they may be able to understand it a bit more. We can create a space to be curious and ask ourselves, Really, was that behaviour that bad given the context I was in at the time? Or how could I bring different behaviour into that context in the future? This precept of ecology and context really builds on the one we looked at in episode 31, the precept that says, respect a person's model of the world. 
When we consider both the ecology and the context for a behaviour, it can totally change the meaning we give it, and that in turn can free us from jumping into the frame of critical judgment and perhaps even create the opportunity for understanding or maybe even compassion. Applying this precept allows us to ask very powerful questions like, how is this behaviour working for me? Because often we have behaviours that in the past have worked really well, but in the present, nope, it no longer serves us very well at all. For example, imagine if you came from a pretty dysfunctional background where some of your family members may have been quite destructive or damaging. And so you learned highly protective behaviours that seemed to be really important for your survival in this harsh context. Now you bring some of these behaviours with you into the present, but in the present the context is different. There is no battle for survival happening here. In this new context, these highly protective superpowers are no longer serving you so well. In fact, they could even be quite destructive for you. Highly protective behaviours like not trusting people or avoiding conflict or disagreement or something like that used to be ecological. They could have served you really well in that hostile environment, but now that behaviour just gets in the way of having quality relationships. So that means it's time to let that one go and do something else. When we look at our behaviour within the context in which it developed and realise that yes, this behaviour was ecological and powerful within that context, it may be that we can forgive ourselves for still doing that old thing. We can see ourselves as someone who is whole and we can also recognise that now we have new choices available to us. Remember, when the NLP precepts are at the very core of our day-to-day interaction with ourselves and with others in our lives, they provide us a compass that guides us. And as we work in alignment with these precepts, following this compass, we know that we are serving both ourselves and others well. That brings us to the end of the NLP precepts. And I want to ask you to join me next week when we provide a complete overall of all the NLP precepts and see what an amazingly powerful guide they can be as we bring them all together. Stay awesome, and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Wow, thanks for showing up and listening in. We would love to hear from you. Send your thoughts, ideas, or questions via email to joanne at destinypursuit.com.au. Now it's time to take today's recipe out into your own life. Notice the differences that show up as you apply it. We'd love to hear how you are progressing with your new approach.